Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. we got a great episode today with Stephen Mullen. Uh, we're chatting about a little bit about the coronavirus, about Trump's turning a page and taking things seriously. Uh, we talk about what we're looking forward to most when this is all over. And then we, we try to workshop a, a bit of Steve's, which just takes us down uh, a whole avenue of cats and uh, bringing pets into cafes and, um, well, you know, children and how loud you should be in cafes and just don't. Just oh, and 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 condom use, and uh, you know the fear around HIV. It's a, it's a, it's a very broad app. Uh, we hope you enjoy it, and uh, I'll talk to you guys on my own after the app. Thank you for leaving your comments recently. Uh, please, as much DMs as possible, in case you don't make it to the end. Even though I said this at the end too, uh, just we love the feedback. Anything you want us to talk about, send it our way. Um, and even, you know, if you want to send us a video, maybe I'll just chuck it in the middle of the video. You know, a question you want us to answer, I'll, I'll edit it in in the middle of the vid. Why not? So thanks, guys. Here's me and Steve having the crack. All right, guys. So welcome welcome back to the podcast. Steve and I here. Good to be back, people. Yeah, we got, we're really, we're really rocking the technology, Steve. Now we know how to do the switchy back and forth screen, you know? Absolutely. This lockdown time has us all updated on all the latest technology methods. Lack of hair products going on. Sorry about this, folks, but. Well, you're, you're, you're closer to your, you're closer to your, uh, you're closer to your video than I am. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just for the record, you're, 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 you're taking over the, you're taking over the square a little more than I am. I'm sitting outside, by the way. Uh, it's 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 a relatively nice day. I'd say it's about maybe ten degrees, but I'm in a bit of a a bit of a wind trap outside the house. So I said I would uh, I would uh, use this precious time to just soak up a few rays. Nice, absolutely. You're getting a nice color already, man. Steve, you're 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 still amongst the post-its. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, haven't, I actually have written down everything that's on the post-its. I do need to just take take them down. Off you go. Look what what do they say? Even you know, Jesus you're like a, is a, a scout. You're like uh, you're, you're like a beautiful mind. You know, yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. Doctor Nash in <laughs> a beautiful mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how beautiful trying, it is at the moment, but hey, trying to trying to make sense of all your crazy thoughts during this uh, during this difficult lockdown. I know, bro. I know. I know. So, how have you been doing? Um, yeah, I've been doing fine. I mean, I've been Trump frustrates me, so it's kind of it's 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 taken over my life a little bit. But now, in saying that, I'm I'm going to make this a we'll, we'll we'll make this a Trump free zone because, in fairness to Trump, he finally yesterday evening started taking it seriously with some sobering uh, with some sobering projections. He finally kind of take take took it seriously, and in fa- of course, he's not going to take responsibility for starting too late, but. Let's worry about that in the future. At least now, finally, America's getting on top of it because it's, it's going to be a, a shit show here. Yeah, I saw a little bit of it. They started doing the graph work, basically, is all I saw. Is that what it was? Well, I mean, basically, you know, I, well, I think a couple of things happened. I think that 
he he knows one or two people that got sick. I mean, I know he says shit and it's not true, but something changed in him. Definitely something changed because yesterday he was like a different guy. And he he took like four questions from Jim Acosta and didn't get annoyed, which is just that that something's definitely up with Trump if he's like not ripping on CNN. Yeah. Uh, But he, he said that somebody he knew was was fine and then suddenly they're on a ventilator basically and i okay. think that freaked him out a little bit uh and you know the whole like it's like the flu like he basically said yesterday it's it's not like the flu but of course he didn't admit that he was saying it was like the flu he's pretending that he was taking it seriously from the get-go but again that's not important but obviously the other massive difference is that the the projections from fauci and burks and and his his uh, team was that the best case scenario for the united states right now is a hundred thousand deaths Jesus, that's Fuck the best me. case, and oh my god, and 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 the worst case of the best case is two hundred forty thousand. But that's like if so between a hundred thousand and two hundred forty thousand deaths. If we do a national social distancing, national stay at home. Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty fucking heavy shit. Like, has, have you noticed the? Vibe? I suppose it's hard to be able to feel the vibe of what's going on. But have you noticed a change in the vibe of the community where you're at, or the, the mood of the people, or the mood of the? Oh, I mean, changing? come on, New York is Italy, bro. New York is Italy. Yeah. Everybody around here knows what's up now. Yeah. Finally, yeah, yeah. you know. Man. But you know, I said this. I mean, you you can. When we were chatting two weeks ago, what you know, I'm back th- today. I'm here two weeks now. Uh, when we were chatting, uh, the first thing I said to you was that people are not taking it seriously here, and it, yeah, uh, and 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 even up when last week when Trump started his like, you know, when Trump started his, you know, we, we got to get back to work. It can't be like this. Yeah, you know, there were people being like, "This is ridiculous. It's the flu." They were saying that last week. You know, they're yeah. taking yeah. they were taking their lead from him. So, but I, I do feel at the moment that there's a ah, there's clearly a switch. I mean, people are. You know, people are people are dying. Somebody died here. Somebody died just at the end of my road. Apparently, I mean, the the constable told me, but I, I he obviously couldn't say who. But just at the th- this little village is only a tiny. It, the, my, where I live is only a, a, literally like one point two miles of road is one tiny village. And he said just at the beginning of the village, somebody somebody died from the COVID. Wow. Jesus. That's- but also, I've noticed. Also, I've noticed this morning. I woke up and my golf club in Ireland. And uh, the squash club that I'm a member of, there was two e- emails from the golf club and one email from the squash club saying, you know, uh, we regret to inform you that member somebody, somebody died. And it doesn't say that they died from COVID. The only thing it says about COVID is that it's a private family funeral due to HSE regulations around gatherings, you know. But so in Ireland, apparently it's 10 people can, 10 closest family, family members can go to a funeral. That's what's allowed to happen. So anyway, there was three of those emails this morning. Of course, at least one of them is a COVID death, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy times. I was talking to a friend of mine last night who is due to give birth to her first child um, in uh, around about 10 days. She's due. And wow. She got, the news, she got the news yesterday that her husband is not allowed to be in the ward with her. And she's like fucking freaking out. But like, that's the that's the world we're living in at the moment. It's crazy, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Why we, and, and 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 better off because she's mm. at risk anyway. She, there's nothing she can do. She has to put herself totally, at risk. Sorry, totally, totally. But it's a such a like it's going to be such a. Please God, it all goes well and she's all good and all that. But like it's, I can't imagine doing that shit on your own. It's difficult, you know. But anyway, they, um, such is the the world. I can't imagine. At. I can't imagine doing that shit at all. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs>
That's a pros and cons of having a penis, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, no, that, that's very true. That is a crazy experience. I've experienced it once, and it's like, yeah. yeah. I say it's crazy, but it's one of those things that people build up, but it's actually, I think it's the most natural thing in the world when you're actually there and it's happening. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, it's natural. You know, people have been doing this for fucking thousands of years, so, like, it's all good, you know, but... So I, I put out I, I put out on Instagram, what are, what are you looking forward to the most when this is all over? Right. I got, I mean, I, I didn't get any surprising responses, but I, I got a lot of, I had said that I just can't wait to just go to a cafe and have like an oat milk latte and just, just, just the simple normalness of that. What, what, yeah. what would your thing be? I think, I think, I think what what i miss the most and what i think a lot of people are going to miss the most is the sim- simple things like that like i'm going to miss just walking into town do you know what i mean and just <laughs> the yeah. buses going flying by again and kind of you know people on the streets and pedestrian you know having to wait a pedestrian lights being around people in general is just like it's because at the moment there's an awful paranoia when you're walking around anywhere that you know i was i went to the shop yesterday and i kind of in my peripheral vision saw somebody and immediately jumped to kind of you know how close are they kind of a, and and everybody's feeling paranoid like that you know so the end of that will be um will be something that i'll look forward to cuz you're just you're kind of in a negative mode constantly walking down the street because you're like, you, get the fuck away from you, me. <laughs> I noticed when I was watching, uh, well, I was watching Tiger King last night, but actually I only watched a bit and I, I, I went to bed. But all TV shows that I watch, not the news, but like stuff that's recorded in the past, it, it, I, I can't help but have a weird moment every time they like shake hands or they're next yeah, to each other or totally, they're hugging. Totally. I'm, I'm like, fucking hell, you know, it's so mad. Look at how these weird guys have no idea. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you guys doing? You know, yeah. <laughs> this behavior is just unacceptable, you know? I was it's, watching it's that. Funny how quick Mar- it looks. I was watching that Marvel movie last night, Deadpool, and there's a scene at the beginning of it where the, the superhero character is sitting in the back of a taxi and he finds chewing gum on the roof of the taxi in New York and he pulls it off and I'm just going, ah, oh, no, fucking way. Like, you're it's just COVID, freaking man. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's yeah crazy, a lot man. of people, a lot of people shared that, uh, funnily enough, a few people shared about going to the cafe. Uh, a lot of parents shared like, I just can't wait to get childcare back. <laughs> you know, all, a lot of people yeah. are sick of their kids already. Oh, to totally, man. Like, yeah, I had I had it yesterday evening. It was just like anything my daughter was saying. I was just like, "Fucking shut up!" But it's just I feel bad. For, <laughs> I feel bad for her because she just needs to go and fucking run around and jump in a bush, or do you know what I mean, and do all that crazy shit. But it's um, I, I miss playing football. That's a huge one for me. I'm I'm like a. But like, <laughs> so you can't wait of, to get back. You can't wait to get back to a game of football. Yeah, but just even because, like, the thoughts of even even if you're in a tackle or you're close up next to each other on the side of the cage, you know, you just have somebody sweaty touching off you. There's no way anybody would be playing that now. It's just be like, get the fuck away from me, you know. So I think the I first know. game wonder, back is going to be a bit I, paranoid. I, I wonder how long it'll take for everybody to just like be loose again. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like because going to be back in the mind, all right. I'd like to get the stats on because you know people are very irresponsible with condom use nowadays. Yes, and when I when I talk to some of these these uh, younger people that I may or may not have dated over the last few years, uh, they they definitely have a they have a more lackadaisical attitude about condoms than than I have, and also certainly when I was you know when I was in my like late twenties, I, I I just like 
condom use was just way more important to me, especially when it came to like casual sex. Yeah. And I know that that's because I lived through the AIDS epidemic, even though I was young, it's just in your head that not using a, com- a condom is a major risk. It's not about not getting pregnant or, or not getting chlamydia. It's about yeah. not getting AIDS, you know, yes. not getting HIV. Yeah. And I, I, clearly there's not as much fear around HIV in, in, in the, you know, like people that were born, you know, after 1985. So I would like to get the stats on when, uh, STD rates began to rise, you know, other STD rates like chlamydia, gonorrhea, uh, syphilis, when that began to rise uh, after the sort of, you know, the the triple th- the therapies around HIV started to work and it became less of an issue. Yeah, yeah. Do you Have you noticed any difference culturally between, like, you, you live between two countries, do you no- notice any difference culturally between the two? In the, what, condom the, use? Yeah, condom use, yeah, and... and uh, and STI and clinics and all because I noticed that when I moved to the UK everyone in London was going to get checked all the time whereas in Ireland nobody talked about that shit you know no well actually on last week's episode of The Shift we talked to I, I, we talked to actually very the, the other day we talked to um, uh, somebody who is, is in that field and that, that is a big that is a big problem again it's like a step over I don't like doubling up but at the same time uh, for the listeners uh, for the people that listen to this and don't listen to The Shift it is a big problem in Ireland. STD rates are actually skyrocketing. HIV rates are also skyrocketing, by the way. And really? I think a lot of yes, a hundred percent. That's like a real. That's like a real fact. And a lot of that. A lot of that. People can blame various different things, dating apps, blah blah blah. But a lot of it has to do with the fact that people just feel a million miles from the the HIV epidemic. You know, mm. but it's funny. They talk a lot about it. They talk. They talk a lot about HIV in relation to to COVID in terms of like how they. You know, ignore the beeps, by the way. Some people might hear the beeps. There's just some construction going on around me, but I'd say it's fairly much, it's fairly in the background. But anyway, uh, yeah, you know, that was an epidemic. This is a pandemic. You know, the people's attitudes have definitely changed around that. And I I think, by the way, that goes for Ireland and the United States. Oh, sorry. I got distracted by all that. But anyway, in terms of testing, people definitely have a much better attitude about testing here in the United States. Yeah, I I think so. I think there's also a... I, I think because people in larger cities like a New York or like a London and stuff like that, I remember the dating scene being very difficult when I went over. But also because there's so many people from so many parts of the world, there's not it's it's all it's almost like because Ireland is so small, everybody feels like they know everybody on some level. Do you know what I mean? You're never too far away from understanding where somebody comes from culturally or where they're from. Whereas in the big cities. They're way more uh, germaphobic is the wrong word, but you know what I mean. It's there's a lot more attitude of cleanliness and stuff like that. And yeah, um, but I also think in terms of going for tests, there's still like a weird, stupid shame about it. You know, oh, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you get a rash on your face, you go to the doctor straight away. Like yeah. I don't know what's going on with my face, yeah. but for some reason, like you get a pain in your dick. You know, people don't want to go to the STD clinic. They think they're doing something dirty. Like there's just there's still this stain of shame. Plus, you know, Ireland's so fucking small. <laughs> Exactly. Anytime, anytime I've gone for a test in Ireland, which is many times, you know, I've gone for a test in Ireland many times. (laughs) I'm always like fucking face down, like you know. Even though, like, when somebody else walks in, they're in there for the same reason as you, you know. Yeah, yeah. You almost feel like breaking. You almost feel like breaking the ice and being like, "Well, you, you burning discharge. What's your, what's your situation? One night stand. What's your situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Have the wedding room chats. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Although it's one place you don't want to hit on people, you know. 
<laughs> so true, so true. Once so this let me is get your number. Up, let me get your name. Call me. Call me when you get your. Uh, call me when you get your results. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Did I? Yeah. Did I ever tell you the? Uh, did I ever tell you the Doctor Friedman story? Uh, no, don't think so. Oh, okay. So, uh, I I feel like I've told this on the pod before, but I'll tell it anyway. Uh, so, Doctor Friedman's a you know a, a sexual health doctor in Ranala, and uh, for a long time he was kind of the only one that I knew to go for a private test because you know you can go to St James's and get him for free, but like you're in there with everybody, like yeah. So uh, anyway, you'll be doing selfies in there. <laughs> I've gone, I've gone into. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing selfies in the STD clinic, like, hey, you know, only had chlamydia once. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Friedman, uh, I, I, I've, I've gone to Friedman many times. Let me tell you the first joke. First, I'll tell you the the, the, the not story that I was going to tell about Dr. Friedman. So, I go in there one time, and uh, we're talking for a bit. And he's very, he's very cat, like he loves chatting, you know, and he likes chatting about my career and everything. So. He, I, I, I went in, whatever, you know, with whatever concern that I had. And then he, you know, and then he asked me how many sexual partners I told him. And then he, uh, he goes, and um, he goes through a couple of symptoms. And then he goes, um, have you been tired lately? You know, feeling lethargic? And I was like, yeah, I have actually. And he goes, that'd be all the sex. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I, 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 I'm fucked now, you know. <laughs> Oh, that's so that's brilliant. Friedman. That's Friedman's sense of humor. Okay, so he yeah, makes yeah. you feel at, at ease. Okay, oh, so here's cool. the other. So here's the other story. So Aiden goes to Friedman too, right? My brother Aiden, and I guess at one stage, one of Aiden's visits, Friedman says, "You know, your your, your last name is Bishop. I, I'm, I'm assuming by the way you look that you're related to Des Bishop." And uh, he goes, Aiden was like, "Yeah, yeah, Des is Des is my brother." So uh, I guess he asked Aiden a couple of questions, uh, and and the conversation moved on. I can't, I can't remember how it all panned out in terms of the amount of time, but all I know is at one stage, Friedman asks Aiden, have you ever done a double act? And Aiden, <laughs> Aiden starts telling him, yeah, one time I was with two women. <laughs> and Aiden and Friedman goes, no, no, I meant with your brother. <laughs> Oh God, so, it's so good. That's so good. Aiden has a few good ones, man. Well, Aiden, Aiden, Aiden has a Aiden has one he never did. You know, I used to do the joke because Aiden tried to do it and he never got a laugh because I guess it makes him look like an asshole. So I used to do a joke. I used to do Aiden's joke, but tell tell the story as my brother said, right? Yeah. And for some reason, it worked. You know, it would work when I would say my brother said because it's like a degree of separation. Yeah. So the joke was, fucking, I don't get Irish people with Irish girls with all this, all this fake tan, you know? I don't get, I don't get, I don't get all this fake tan, you know? So uh, I brought this girl home one night, you know, and uh, she she stayed the night, you know, and uh, she uh, she was like, I can't look at you, I can't look at you, I haven't put on my face yet, and he goes. <laughs> He hands it a pillow and goes, look, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Aiden. Fucking hell. So Aiden, like the Shroud of Turin. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Irish Irish one night stand with white sheets. It's like the share out of Turin. <laughs> He's happily loved yeah. up now, isn't he? Oh yeah, man. Aiden Aiden uh Aiden had a great uh, episode on the shift talking about his relationship with uh, Anna. You're both you're both in love with Portuguese women. Oh, know? really? I I got to listen to that. I got to go check that out. That's funny. That's funny. Oh yeah, he's good. He's on form there, you know. Oh, that's great. He's definitely that's great. on form. So anyway, because I, I, I did, I did actually. It's funny that we 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 naturally sort of fell off uh, Corona because I did want to keep this somewhat, somewhat Corona free. I certainly had to keep it Trump rant free because I like I'll, I'll do my Trump rants on my own. They they seem to be very popular, but at the same time, oh, really? I don't want people <laughs> to think I don't want people to think that that's that's all I got. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I I did a great thing with uh, with Joanne last week, and I was just wondering now that Edinburgh's canceled for you. First of all, how do you feel about Edinburgh being canceled? Yeah, I mean, on on one level, it's like this was going to be my first full run at it this coming summer. And on one hand, it's a lot to take on uh, financially. And, you know, there is a lot of pressures for like you kind of you want to put your best foot forward and write a great show for it. So I was writing a new show for it. So all those pressures were on anyway. Um, And then uh, certainly from a financial point of view with the pressure being taken off financially that kind of feels good but you're kind of gutted really because it's kind of for certainly comics at my level we're trying to trying to move on in the career it definitely knocks us back at least a year you know because there's probably not going to be any of the comedy festivals in the summer either so it's just a bit like fucking you kind of don't know yourself a little bit you know what i mean it's kind of a little bit unknown for the rest of the year but um, everybody everybody's gonna have the tightest shows ever in edinburgh next year <laughs> like, yeah yeah they usually be, it's yeah, like yeah. usually it's like oh god I, I i started i only started working on my show in april like i just i don't know how yeah, it's gonna yeah, be yeah. any good <laughs> it's like no everybody excuses probably, now bro <laughs> yeah well everybody probably at least had the outline of their show done right so now yeah, it's yeah. just like they can just but you know everyone's just gonna put it on the back burner now and next year they're gonna be like fuck i had a whole year what the fuck's wrong with me yeah it's totally <laughs> a com- comedian's the same yeah the usual the usual Ship, but uh, what about you? Does it mean look that your tour will get put back till the end of the all of it? Will put, it pushes back to the end of the year, or, or does it go into next year? Well, currently, right now, I'm, I, I've rescheduled all, all the reschedules are going into the autumn or the early part of 2021. So, I think actually, I, I mean, I haven't said this publicly, but I think it's going to work out in the sense that I didn't do Australia this year, I wasn't doing it anyway, I wouldn't have been doing it because it's cancelled. But even though I actually did like 15 to 20 minutes of the stuff about my mom immediately after she died last year yeah. in Melbourne, which is the beginning of all this, which was right now, literally right now, uh, this time last year, uh, I think I'm probably going to, I think I'll take me and mama to, 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 to Melbourne next year because it's such a tighter thing. So actually it kind of works out because I'll run me and mama in Ireland right up until you know, the second week of March, or maybe even earlier. I might do Brisbane. You know, I didn't do Brisbane. Actually, I, I'm probably going to run everything of me and mom into Ireland until I go to Australia next year. Yeah. And then, uh, because I'm hoping to do a run in the Soho too. So I'll just bring a super tight show. So for me, it's all just postponement. Now, everything, I'm doing all my reschedules into the autumn. Of course, that's even that's not a guarantee. But right now, that's in, in a perfect world right now, I'll be happy enough to get me and mama done by sort of late Feb, early March 2021. And, uh, and 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 get the party going from there. But anyway, what I was th- what worked great with Joanne. But I don't know if you're interested. It's up to you. We've talked about it before. Is there any uh, you want to workshop any bits? Any any any? Was there any bit that uh, you had just as a basic premise that you hadn't really done any work on yet that you want to just workshop right now for the crack? 
Well, I don't, I don't know if, yeah, yeah, I could try it. I think it's a bit abstract, so it's a bit ballsy for me to even say it. But I, I had this whole bit that I have kind of written up in theory about, um, it's a story, basically. And, like, I've got a massive fear of cats, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's not even like, but, but it, it, it's it kind of the basic premise is two things, is that I have a huge fear of cats. And there's a reason why that has happened, because of an incident that happened in Buenos Aires in 2005. And, um, but the other thing is like, I don't even know if it's that funny, but I've always had this feeling that cats, I've always felt that they're English because of their attitude, you know, like the way that they, <laughs> <laughs> but it's even the way that they, they lick their paws, you know, look, they're looking down at you, even though they're below you, kind of, you know, oh, hello, Paddy, kind of a very, and I don't mean when I say English also, you know, the type of English I mean, I don't mean. I don't mean scousers, do you know what I mean? Cuz scousers No, you mean southern, you mean southern <laughs> upper class English yes. people that yes. whose ancestors fucking took the corn from our mouths. Exactly. As the fucking potatoes were rotting, you know. Yeah. But but I, I didn't mean, want, I don't to, want to turn that. into the I don't want to turn into the bull McCabe here, but you know, you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> That's the thing. I didn't want to go down too far that route in it because like Well, we're only I, having I wanted... the crack here, Steve. Oh, I know. No, I know, but in the bit, I mean, I mean oh. in the <laughs> In the bit, in the bit, <laughs> I wanted to be like, cause you know, do the whole like, cause some of my best friends are English. I love the English and blah blah blah. Um, but then the funny story was basically that it was, I was nineteen. I was in uh, Buenos Aires and I was staying in friends of family's apartment, and they had this Siamese cat. And straight away, the cat just fucking absolutely hated me, just for whatever reason. And I didn't. It was English. It, I, the cat was. Yeah, Eng- well, that's the thing. Yeah, I thought it was English, but I wasn't like. I wasn't going to assume that it was an Eng- that it was an English cat. So I was trying to be nice, but also it was from Siam. So I was kind of going. Maybe it's got a different accent. Maybe it talks differently. You know. Maybe. But then the cat is also in Argentina, so maybe it's a kind of a Latina cat. I don't know. You know. And then, um, but then they call the cat Heidi. So then I had. So I was basically playing all these stupid accents off against each other, where the cat is maybe has a German accent or a Latin accent. But the story goes that Siam, the cat- Siam is Siam is Thailand, right? Thailand, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but the story part of the story goes of I mean this is true as well that the cat Yeah, what ha- jump- what actually happened? Tell me the true story first. The true story was the cat would <laughs> it's, I'm even nervous telling you cuz I get sweaty hands thinking about this cat like <laughs> it used to like creep under the table and shit like that and I'd be sitting on the couch watching football on the TV and I would jump out of nowhere like fucking on my head like and just start fucking hitting me and they'd be like oh Heidi 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 come back you know they were trying to calm the cat down and rather than reprimanding the cat they would just go oh she just doesn't know you you know and I'm like well what the fuck is going on are you not going to do something about this and literally this is true this is what they did they gave me a spray bottle like this full of water right oh yeah so, spray the- <laughs> so I'd have to sit there watching football and as soon by the as way, why do you feel- have the spray bottle there? Did you know you were going to tell the story no, today? No, it's, no it's, for, uh, it's for cleaning my whiteboard. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, 
they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, <laughs> that's just, just a, quite a random thing to have in front of you yeah, while you're doing the podcast. I guess, the I guess, I guess, in these times, not so random, you know. But yeah, like, yeah. it's just so funny that you're like, I have this prop. I hadn't intended to tell this story, but I had this prop here just in case I told the fucking Siamese cat story. <laughs> so I used to have to sit there on the couch and I would be watching football. Literally, have gone, and as soon as I could feel the cat going, I would just have to start squirting. And again, she would always work in my peripheral vision, you know, like someone scores a goal, I'm like, oh, great goal. And then she'd, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> what they used as what they <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen the TikTok with the with the big head? And you go, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> no, I haven't actually. I must check that one out. Yeah. yeah, check it out. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. But so what it used to happen because I was like 19 at the time, I would always be out late every night. And the family would always be up earlier than me in the morning because they would go to work. But because uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't literally wouldn't come out of my room because the cat would just start fucking attacking me. So I used to have to wait in my room till they all went to work. They had their time with the cat. Then they'd lock the cat in their bedroom so that I could come out and get about my day, you see. But the cat knew that this is what was happening. And as soon as the cat heard me up and about the house would go fucking nuts and be banging the door. It sounded like there was 20 cats in the room going, bum, 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 you know, and I'd just be shitting it and I just I wouldn't even have breakfast I'd just leave and fucking go and I'd come back late at night because I was scared of the fucking cat like um, and this went on for six weeks because uh, I was I was over there for six weeks and that's kind of that's kind of the story so far and at the end of the whole bit I'm thinking of just maybe I do something stupid like finally I have the guts to stand up to the cat and I just start going rawr, 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 but like fighting back like a dog or something I don't know but anyway I'm just working <laughs> that's the bit no I'm but no but it's out. a great it's great it's great to have the story you just have to decide on on you know what what quick bits of the story are like funny in terms of the story and then obviously you're going to season it up with that that cats are english and yeah. then obviously you're going to have to try to do that in a way that doesn't offend English people. Yeah. So Which is think- easy to do for, for, for Edinburgh, you know, because the Scottish. But basically you're just saying that, like, I think all cats are posh English people. So essentially you're just turning it into like a joke about posh people. Yeah, and I really, it's, yeah, it's about posh people and it's about, yeah, because when I say English, then I'll define what kind of English on purpose to kind of go, like, I don't like, I love Scousers, but this cat isn't a Scouser, it's not a Geordie, you know the English I'm talking about, it's like, oh, daddy, you know, that kind of attitude, kind of yeah. English, so, so, um, so yeah, do you think that the start of it talks about, like, I just start telling the story as opposed to saying that I hate cats, or what do you think is the, like, I should tell the story and pepper it up with why I think cats are English and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think straight away you, you say I hate cats, but I have a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, there's probably one or two cat. I mean, obviously, you got to watch out. That you got to try not to fall into that trap of, you know, the difference between cats and dogs kind of stuff. You know, you got to yeah. have your own take. So yeah. obviously, your own take is basically like I was I was abused consistently by literally by yeah. a Siamese cat. And I mean, in fairness, their 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 reaction to a Siamese cat is kind of like. 
the the legal system around sexual abusers. It's like they were really in denial about the fact that this was abuse. You know, they were like, "Oh yeah, no, that's just the way. That's that's you know, that's just the way he is. Just just spray him." Like, no. Oh, they were they, the ab- they were absolutely ridiculous. They're like, "Oh, it's just that she doesn't she doesn't know you." You know, kind of thing. It's like, I don't know her either. We're not fucking kicking around the house, like you know what I mean. Um, yeah. And but the funny thing I, is that if you did like if you did the the human equivalent to that cat yes. of the cat jumping on your head, they would be like, oh my God, don't do that. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, stand absolutely. people. Listen, I'm about to foster a dog, but I can't stand people who like won't accept how annoying that their animal's behavior is. You know? Yeah. Oh, I had, and I, I actually, I, I love I can't when, stand I love, people. Yeah, go on. Sorry, go on. Well, I was going to say that I, I, I don't mind when people bring their animals into cafes when it's an animal that's suitable for a cafe and it's not even a big dog thing because i am so happy if a labrador retriever or you know anything bigger than a lab comes into a cafe i'm totally cool with it if it stays in its spot and only comes over if people beckon it over i can't stand when people just like let their dog roam around the cafe it's like dude your dog can come to me and i'll sit with your dog and have my coffee all day but you can't be sure that that 30 year old woman with her six-year-old daughter is you know is delighted to have your fucking dirty lab come over to them at the table yeah i'm cool with it but i that's the exact same with people bringing their kids to cafes as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same. Don't have them fucking running around. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to talk to your kid. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's the exact same thing. We, oh, I yeah, worked honestly, a, I much prefer when people bring their dogs and their fucking kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I, bring, uh, I worked in a very small, cool cafe in Hoxton in London, and there was the, the most hipster, upper middle class English couple that used to bring their fucking Great Dane in every day. It was just like, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> There was four tables in the cafe, like. (laughs) (laughs) But was the Great Dane well behaved? The Great Dane was fine, but I mean, the Great the Great Dane couldn't even misbehave because he walked in and he couldn't he could only go backwards. That was it. That's how small of a cafe it was. Well, they couldn't even turn. They they were crate training their Great Dane in the cafe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was fucking ridiculous, and they were so nonchalant about it. You know, they're like with their vegan breakfast anyway. Whatever, I'm not going to that. (laughs) No, but there you go, bro. You should be writing all this down because actually. All these things, see, this is what I like, is like all the potential avenues out of this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you got the Great Dane story in the cafe. Yeah, know? yeah, that's true. And then, yeah, honestly, yeah. for me, my my pet hate, I, I've tried to do material about this before, but my pet hate is people that, like, parent their children really loudly in the cafe. And I don't mind, uh. like, if it's a quick burst of discipline, like, honey, come here, you know, whatever. I don't mind that. I can't stand when, like, they bring the kid into the cafe, and then they, like do their fucking math homework in the cafe like really loud so like now yeah. we all have to listen to like fucking dad of the year it happened recently and this was well after i joked about it on stage i was in a cafe in dublin a small one too and uh i you know i won't mention which one but you used to work for this company oh and, yeah uh, it, but it wasn't one of their main ones it was a small one yeah and uh this fucking dad was doing a math homework with this kid like so fucking loud and i was just like mate you you want us all to know that you're the dad of the year but this is not the fucking dad of the year competition i'm not on the fucking panel if you're gonna do yeah. your fucking math homework with the kid do it at home yeah 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 Oh, it's inf- but like at the, the same time, at the same time, like I love, I love kids actually. So like if your super cool kid wants to come over to me and talk to me for a bit and you're, you're comfortable with it, let your fucking kid come over and I'll entertain your kid for 10 minutes. Cause actually I get a kick out of that. But at yeah. the same time, like, don't like, don't let the cafe be taken over by your, you know, your, your kid. 
Yeah, you there know? has to be some social awareness at the same time. Like, I'm big on that with, with even my daughter. Like, if she's kicking off about something, like, I'll take her outside and go, look, there's other people in there doing their fucking thing as well. Like, we're not the center of attention, so let's... Which, re- I mean, rarely, rarely happens. But, you know, I bring it... I understand that other people are living their lives. There hasn't, you know... Other people are getting on with their shit. They don't need to know that we've entered the cafe. They, you know what I mean? It's like, um, if it happens naturally and if she goes and meets somebody at a table, yeah, fine, but... Um, well, but especially like, now, man. Especially now, because these fucking vectors. Like, if I, <laughs> if if some kid was roaming around free now, it doesn't matter anyway, because we can't go to cafes. This joke doesn't even work in the fucking coronavirus context. Yeah, you can't yeah, even yeah. do anything fucking social. So, what does it matter? And did you find talking? So you tried to work that stuff on stage, like uh, annoying people parenting out loud. No, actually, you know, I got a few laughs out of it. So it was during, I, you know, I had, I used to have bits about modern modern parenting, you know. Yeah, and. Uh, I, I'd say I don't have a problem with modern parenting, but I have a problem with the arrogance of modern parenting. Like as if, as if everything that happened before was bad, and all like as if we've reached the point in time where now we know what perfect parenting is. Yeah. As if in twenty years' time we're not going to be looking back at now, thinking what were we thinking with all these timeouts or whatever. And all those bits worked. The problem was it all just got a bit long. So one of the bits I used to do was the 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 sort of like the performance parent, you know, like the the Broadway show parenting where they're in a cafe and they want everybody to know how great they are at parenting. Like they've just came out of the, the board gosh after watching some fucking, you know, some, some yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they're, they're like getting the kid to like tell the amazing stories about the show that they just like, I don't give a fuck. You're a wealthy parent. You took your kid to the board. Yeah. Gosh, now shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. That could, no, that shit is annoying. And there's definitely a sense of, um, it's like this unwritten competition that's going on about like, who's the, who's the best parent within the group of parents. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, <sighs> You know, you know, are, you know, but even between mothers, are you breastfeeding? Oh, you're not. Oh, oh no, that's no, fine. Breast, <laughs> breastfeeding shame is hilarious, man. My oh, ex, fucking hell. my ex on fucking Instagram, she drops more fucking breastfeeding shame on other parents, and also natural birth shame. You know, uh, like as if everybody has a. Anyway, I won't get into. That. Yeah, yeah. I won't. I, I won't get into that. But uh, you know, I mean, I know we will finish on this. Because I, I, I like keeping the now that we're doing the videos, I like keeping them shorter. But I also like not um, not killing ourselves so that we can do this more regularly. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Like I because I, I think right now regularity is better than length. You know? Yeah. Which, oh, definitely for sure. That's what, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, the. Uh, I tell you, I'm speaking so loud into this mic. I'd say my whole fucking neighborhood is getting this podcast live. Here I am. Here I am complaining about parents publicly parenting, and like my whole neighborhood has to listen to me do a fucking podcast. You know, well, I've, I've only got three neighbors that are actually out here. So, um, oh shit! Now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, no, I, I, no, no, no. I, I, I was actually, funnily enough, just yesterday. I talked to my brother Mike now every day. Today we talked a lot about where we're at with our grief, but yesterday we were talking about how lucky we were to have had, oh, the wind is shaking my camera, how lucky we, we were to have a childhood where we literally just went outside. Oh, I know what it was. Sadly, a, a girl I grew up with's dad died. Kelly Hogan's dad died. Ronnie Hogan, he was a super cool dad. Okay. And he was one of those dads that like, I guess, you know, he liked kids and would like joke around with us and stuff. And he even took me for a ride in his Corvette a couple of times. And uh, there's just a couple of guys. Here's it. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm only digressing because these two teenage boys just passed jogging. Right. And they, they're jogging with their music playing 
openly, uh, not in that. their head, not in their headphones. So this is just this is just the the, the strangest coincidence that we're just talking about this. We, we, I get it; they want to listen to the same music together, but it's like, dude, yeah. you know, it's they do the that on no, the bus now as well. Everybody does that on the bus; they just have it loud on their phone. It's, I know. There's like a thing uh, that generation. I feel like they don't understand that, like, you know, your 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 funny video is not funny for everybody. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's neither that that's stay stay tuned next week. We're complaining about fucking teenage. I mean, really, it's easy to complain about teenagers at the moment. They don't fucking care about social distancing. You know, they don't. They don't. They don't. They, I fucking can't stay. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> what were we like? That's what we can talk about in the next episode. Though, what were we like when we were teenagers? I know, man. But anyway, sorry. Just quickly, yeah. It, it, it is amazing to think that. So, so this girl lived. I lived on 188th Street. Kelly Hogan lived on 190th Street, and our two streets had so many kids. But like 190th Street, you had to cross the street to get to 190th. So the kids from 188th and 189th hung out together. That the kids on 190th, they had like their own crew. But every now and then, you got a little older, you could cross the street and go over to like the 190th kid, and it was like going to a whole other universe. You know, it was like this whole other world of other children and it was so exciting. But the crazy thing was that like we were outside in that all the time. Like we played outside with oodles of children all the time. And I don't think that will ever happen again. I, I, I don't I don't think so it's uh, like it's certainly not happening it's not going to be happening for my daughter out on our street that's for sure because like there's yeah kids just aren't outside they just don't there's no kicking ball on the road I kick football on the road more than any kid on this in this neighborhood does you know it's just different I know uh, yeah. when you think about Stony Batter when you think about the layout of Stony Batter you know it's got a little bit of that my left foot kind of a vibe yeah you know? yeah yeah and like you would think that that is just crying out for a bunch of kids to play football on the street, and yeah. nobody's driving fast on that road. That road no. you're on is not—it's not a shortcut. No, 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 no. There nobody. Would be no, there would be absolutely nothing wrong with playing football on that street. Yeah, and it would be great. There'd be a few broken windows, but hey, that's all part of the process. Everyone's got double glazing now, anyway. So, oh yeah, I know there'd be complaints from old people about the noise, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do. I do get some of the old people sticking their heads out the door, going, "Who's making that noise? Kicking a ball around?" And they see, oh, really? They see a thirty-four-year-old. <laughs> they don't say it. <laughs> yeah, they see a, a thirty-four-year-old who's the mother's of the mother's a fucking immigrant, and the child you couldn't figure <laughs> out where the fuck the child is from. They're like, yeah, "This yeah. is fucking everything that's gone wrong with oil, and these fucking immigrants coming over these here with their fucking Brazilians." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Everyone thinks your wife is Brazilian for sure. Yeah, I, I'm I'll, sure she gets yeah. that. <laughs> they, always, they, all, they always assume she's Brazilian first. Yeah. Before when she ask. passes, they're like, "Are you delivery?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's it. I love that. You must have heard that Danny O'Brien joke about uh, Latino uh, Brazilian men are so much better at love making and doing all the love stuff. Like even going down on a woman, they're just so smooth about it. They just slither straight down, take off the Deliveroo bag. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a terrible stereotype, but it's totally true. I mean, yeah, uh, to be I fair, they 80, all laugh at it. They laugh at it. Eighty percent of the Deliveroo crew are definitely Brazilian. That are that are uh, Deliveroo. I miss Deliveroo, man. Oh uh, yes, frozen. Cons, pros and cons of being isolated out here in West Hampton. It's still going in Dublin, to be fair. No, I know, bro. I did yeah. a song. It was one of the happiest moments of my life was when I did that delivery TikTok. And then oh, yes. you know the way you, you know the way that you can do a duet. A delivery guy duetted with me, but I didn't know he was a delivery guy. 
Oh, so I saw like, that. Yes, that's yeah, right. he, yeah, yeah. He's just sitting there listening to my video, and then when the when the you know, because it's a it's a it's a pullback and reveal joke. You know, you yeah, don't know yeah, I'm yeah. talking about Deliveroo. It sounds like a love song, and then I'm like, you know, Deliveroo, and uh, he jumps up with his Deliveroo clothes, and he's like, he's talking <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah. me, and I was like, I it's love so TikTok, good. man. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so good. I got silenced on TikTok for my um, China in your hands video. It came up as you don't have the rights to use this song, so it was silenced. Oh, really? But mm. everybody's using that. What? I don't know. Loads of the, the one where where you cut it into Trump going China on it. Yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah. But it, but and, on uh, TikTok the... it got silenced. Oh right. I put it up independently on Instagram and on Facebook, but on TikTok, the actual TikTok itself, they muted it. That's crazy. Yeah, it's probably Trump's cronies. No, it's to do with not having the rights to use that song, unfortunately. Right, okay. All right, oh, Steve. Well. well, that's great, man. That was that was fun. And and the, the the truth is that every time we get together, we can mess around with some ideas. I'll I'll think of one or two ideas that I want to workshop. We can try to workshop a bit. We can try to workshop a bit every ep. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a great idea. I'd love to do that. And uh, yeah, because I've never I've never like workshopped like this before, so that'd be cool for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm sorry that we jumped off your cats thing early, and, and you know, in fact, that was a bit premature. But we kind of we started running with other stuff. Yeah, but we found other bit like the Great Dane in the cafe. That can that can be a thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I just just quickly so that we don't leave you hanging completely. Obviously, the whole concept of Siamese twins and Siamese cats, and you know, the king and I. Did you did you think about trying to find anything with the king and I? Uh, I yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, I could think about that. Yeah, yeah, what a great film. Um, but. Yeah, I could think you'll, about that you'll, as well. You'll, you'll Brenner, you know? Yeah, yeah. But obviously, Great there's got to be a quick joke, like a rule of three. There's got to be a three three reasons why cats are like posh English people, you know? Yeah, I'll think about them, all right, yeah. There's got to be a rule of three on that, you know? Because I, I, mean, I, I was just doing loads of impersonations. I was <clears throat> doing loads of impersonations of cats and then walking, walking the way a cat would around the stage and all that. Because I do, I do all that with Dublin seagulls. Uh, sorry, with Dublin seagulls, uh, ducks... Um and pigeons, so they're, they're, I, I go to feed <laughs> I go to feed the ducks at the pond, and there's this argument between the seagulls and the ducks and the pigeons and all that. But they all and then the swans are the Southsiders, the ducks are the culchies that you know, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, you'll have is, to. Oh, yeah, and I wonder, I wonder if there are certain types of cats that aren't posh English people, you know. And also, yeah. have you watched Tiger King yet? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? So yeah, I haven't watched. It. I only just started watching it, but I think that there'll probably be some Tiger King jokes in there too, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not like people... It's one of those things that's gone a little bit... Everyone's talking about it online now. It's not particularly amazing, but it's just all the people in it are fucking Yeah, well, we'll, well what I'll do is I'll watch it in its entirety and then we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. What we'll do is we'll end one of our apps talking about Tiger King so, so yeah. that if there's, a, if there's a spoiler that people can just kill it right there, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, okay, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for taking, you know, we're putting so much time into this. Have you thought about any names? Oh, yeah. No, I haven't. No. Um, has Joanne thought of, of anything? No. You know, she Joanne gets busy. Yeah, but well, she's writing for the newspapers and all that crap. Yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm recording an episode with Joanne for tomorrow. I'll try to get up on Friday. I'm going to get this up straight away. So this is today's episode. Yeah. But uh, I guess I just have to pick some generic name and then just like say with regular contributors you know yeah exactly um, um like I, i'm like even i mean i don't even know if there's a point in doing it but i have to do some audition tapes today but i was going to do them yesterday because my eye was so bad i was like oh you didn't like do them 
No. Um, but then I was on somebody else's podcast and blah, 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 blah. So. Do you have somebody to read for you? It's just, uh, it's literally their one-liners because it's like, I'm just, in these scenes, it's like a guard, like, stop, who goes there? And all that kind of stuff. But the difficulty is not just getting someone to read. It's uh, getting a quiet moment because I, I don't, I need to get, is that ring good, by the way, for the lighting? Is that good? Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, obviously, there's other types of lights that you can get too, but the ring light is mm. pretty handy, you know? It is for audition tapes anyway, because even like lighting in my house would be crap because I would, I, would, I would angle the light properly through a, a natural light through a, a window. window. But then sometimes you need to do it at night. Then if I'm doing it, I'm probably going to have to wait till my daughter goes to bed. So um, uh, so then then you need some lighting. But anyway, we'll, we'll work it out. Yeah, Enid. No, no, probably- no. I, I, the, the ring light's not bad and she can read for you. But anyway, I, if you're ever under pressure, I have done it where like right now, for example, we use. Oh, really? Room. Oh, yeah, cool. I've, I, I, I've done them where I've. Uh, I had somebody read over Skype, but you can't tell. I so what I did was I I recorded myself on my phone, and I had the other person on Skype, but on speaker, right? And they read the lines, and you would never know. I sent it to a few people, and they were like, "I, I had no idea that that was Skype. Perfect, it just sounds perfect. like sounds yeah, like yeah, having yeah. a reader, you know?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's anyway, a good idea. okay, bro. Acting tricks. All right, man. Absolutely. Uh, hello, at hello, Steve-O. We'll say goodbye. I'm going to stay on, and I'm going to do the intro. Okie doke. After you hang up, so I'm going to continue to use on this. I'll see you later, Steve. And I'll send you the file now, okay? Over and out. Thank you. Over. Take Bye. Care, bro. Bye-bye. So that's uh, that's the end of Steve there. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, this has been the Des Bishop Podcast, soon to be something else. Uh, but we'll be staying on this feed. Uh, hit us up at Hello Steve-O. I'm at Des Bishop on Instagram, facebook.com forward slash Des Bishop on Facebook, Des Bishop 5 on TikTok. I'm distracted by my neighbor walking by leave comments thanks very much a few comments lately that was fantastic and um uh at des bishop on twitter um there'll be uh, another solo episode for me coming up soon probably talking about the world that we live in to uh stay tuned friday we'll have an episode with joanne mcnally uh new episode of the shift every monday night into tuesday morning uh if you're a shift listener um that's it folks stay at home um do what you can. If you're a frontline worker, I, I thank you. In the United States, in Ireland, anywhere in the world, I thank you. When you post your videos, I cry. It's the constable. It's our local police force driving by there. But yeah, if you are a frontline worker, I just, I, 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 I get very emotional. The the risks that you're taking, especially as as we see more and more, uh, how risky it actually is. So thank you so much, and. Uh, That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.